I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Sports Illustrated and NFTs, Disney and NFTs, and the IMF, they're still cranky. That's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, February 1st, 2022. I don't have much to say this morning, but I do want to point you to a Spaces this evening. It's at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or 5 p.m. Pacific Time. It is called Bitcoin Legislative Update. We're talking politics, policy, and Bitcoin. It's organized by Dennis Porter. If you guys don't know Dennis Porter, check him out. He's been a champion of bringing people together to fight against bad or harsh or wrong legislation that's coming out of Washington. He's apolitical. He's bringing the right, the left, the anybody together, anybody that wants to talk to make sure that we're moving the space forward in terms of political power, influence, regulation, and conversation. Dennis Porter, he's really doing a good job with this. And by the way, if you don't follow me on Twitter, follow me at Matthew Deemer on Twitter, D-I-E-M-E-R. Also follow the Decrypt Daily at the Decrypt Daily. Now, let's get to those crypto prices. And I'm recording this at 11.04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $38,653, up 2.5% in 24. Ethereum is at $2,771, up almost 6%. Tether's in the number three spot. Binance Coin is at 383, up 1.3%. And USDC is in the number five spot. Rounding off the top 10, we have Cardano, Solana, XRP, Terra Luna, and Polkadot. Total market cap, we're at $1.65 trillion, a BTC dominance of 41.9%, and an F dominance of 17.3%. And now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our Coin of the Day today is number 148 on Coin Market Cap. It's Ocean Protocol, ticker Ocean. And its price today is 58.4 cents. It's up 6.5%. Total market cap is 358.3 million. Fully diluted market cap is 824 million. There is 43% of ocean in circulation. Its max supply is 1.4 billion. And there's 613 million in circulation. Ocean's all-time high was $1.94. Set 10 months ago in the April pump. It's down 70% since then, but it's up 4,000% from its all-time low of 1.3 cents. You can buy it on Binance, shitcoinmechagate.io, KuCoin, and Bithum. So what is Ocean? Ocean says on its website, Ocean Protocol unlocks the value of data. (laughs) Data owners and consumers use Ocean Market App to publish, discover, and consume data in a secure, privacy-preserving fashion. Ocean holders stake liquidity to data pools. Developers use Ocean libraries to build their own data wallets, data marketplaces, and more. 
Ocean Data Tokens wrap data services as industry standard ERC-20 tokens. This enables data wallets, data exchanges, and data co-ops by leveraging crypto wallets, exchanges, and other decentralized finance tools. And that is Ocean, number 148 on CoinMarketCap. Ticker, Ocean. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Moving into today's headlines. Sports Illustrated, which by the way is 68 years old. I mean, I'm 42, so basically when I was a kid, it didn't start that much before I was born, even though I felt like Sports Illustrated has been around forever. But it's 68, and that's quite a long time for a magazine. But anyway, it just kind of like, once you get older, time starts like (laughs) kind of getting weirder and weirder, like when you reference to things. Anyway, Sports Illustrated today announced an alliance with an NFT startup, one of, to launch a sports NFT series on Polygon. The Sports Illustrated NFT will offer a reimagined version of classic magazine covers for each of its initial partnered athletes, all designed by artist Jonathan Winbush. One of plans to launch its platform later this month following the Super Bowl with its first NFT drop featuring veterans Emmett Smith, Jerry Rice, Dick Buckus, Muhammad Ali, Shaquille O'Neal, Wayne Gretzky, Mia Hamm, and Dale Earnhardt Jr., the one of co-founder and CEO Lynn Dai confirmed with the Crypt that the firm is working directly with the athletes or its estates for these NFTs. What I think is really interesting is that Dale Earnhardt, Wayne Gretzky, and other athletes, they already have NFTs on different platforms. For example, Dale Earnhardt and Wayne Gretzky have NFTs on Autograph. So what we're seeing is other competition to Autograph, and they're using the same names. It's kind of like Tops, you know, football trading cards back in the day. You had Tops, you had Pro Set, which I love Pro Set because the pictures were nice and big and glossy, even though the edges got damaged. Whatever. Anyway, remember how when you traded uh, football cards or basketball cards or baseball cards back in the day? The different brand of card that you had actually had different values. And I'm wondering if that's going to start working out in NFTs. So you could have a Wayne Gretzky on Autograph, a Wayne Gretzky on one of, but is autograph going to be more expensive or one off is going to be more expensive? Kind of like tops were always a little bit more expensive or a little more valuable than pro set. So I'm, I'm curious to see how this is going to work out. And so is Lindai, the co-founder of one of, and he thinks that this is going to actually give a lot of freedom to different platforms to create their own niche. And I'm really curious what the niche is going to look like on NFTs and in digital form. Not to be outdone, Bob Iger, the former CEO of Disney, hinted at Disney's metaverse ambitions while predicting an explosion in the NFT space. He said this, in quote, We forget that in our generation, that things don't have to be physical. They can be digital, and they can have meaning to people. And as long as that meaning can be essentially substantiated in a blockchain, I think you're going to see an explosion of things being created, traded, collected in NFTs. He continued to say, When you think about the copyright and trademarks characters Disney has, And the NFT possibilities, they're extraordinary. I went on a platform called OpenSea, which is a platform to buy and sell and trade NFTs. And I was amazed by all the Disney stuff that was there. Most of it was pirated. Most of it was not created by the people who had the right to create them. He continues to say, I think something Disney is going to have to consider as it talks about creating a metaverse for themselves is moderating and monitoring behavior. 
I'm thinking about telling my kids that they should start creating technology tools to moderate behavior in Web 3.0. I mean, isn't that like a typical Disney CEO to start thinking about IP and property and trademarks and copyrights? And they're like, hey, how can I tell my kids to get on this? <laughs> anyway, if Disney jumps into the metaverse and NFTs in any substantial major way, I think they're going to absolutely kill it. Moving over to India. India plans to introduce a 30% tax on any income made on cryptocurrencies with no deductions or exemptions. The Indian finance minister defined all this as this. No deduction in respect of any expenditure or allowance shall be allowed while computing such income except costs of acquisition. The gifting of virtual digital assets is also to be taxed at the hand of the recipient, while loss from a transfer of digital assets cannot be set off against any other income. So this means that investors will not be able to show losses occurred due to price drops or hacking incidents to offset taxation on profits. Oh, by the way, here's the caveat. Here's the kicker, because there's always a kicker when you say, oh, 30% tax on crypto. We're like, oh, okay, fine. They're finally having regulation. But finance minister also said that the Reserve Bank of India will introduce a central bank digital currency in the next financial year. So in summary, they're taxing all crypto, every crypto with no deductions, no exemptions, no losses, no nothing at 30%. And they're making their own CBDC. If you're in India, please send me an email, which I know there's a couple hundred of you listening in India. Please send me an email, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. Tell me how you feel about this. The IMF has warned again that cryptocurrencies pose an acute risk to the financial system. Tobias Adrian, the IMF's financial counselor, said this. Applying established regulatory tools to manage capital flows may be more challenging when the value is transmitted through new instruments, new channels, and new service providers that are not regulated entities. Price fluctuations in cryptocurrencies are causing destabilizing capital flows in emerging markets, while the use of digital assets in place of fiat bears immediate and acute risks. Tobias continued to say, Crypto is being used to take money out of countries that are regarded as unstable by some external investors. And he added that that's a big challenge for policymakers in some countries. So say what you really mean, eh? Meaning that the goal is to lock people and money into certain regions for control. This is all by design. They don't want you moving money around. And we're not talking about money laundering. We're talking about they just don't want you to move money around, it seems like. El Salvador, who's been taking the brunt of the IMF's comments because they chose to take Bitcoin as legal tender, said, No international organization is going to make us do anything, anything at all. And that's from the Treasury Minister of El Salvador. Yesterday, CEO and co-founder of Masari, Ryan Selkis, had a tweet that I liked. The financial experts, in air quotes, gave us non-dischargeable student debt, subprime mortgages, 25% interest rate credit cards, futures ETFs with 10% annual costs, negative real rates, and record deficits and national debt. I'm ready to listen to somebody else. And damn, that's a really good point. Unregulated cryptocurrencies pose a threat to the stability of financial systems and government revenues on which many child services depend, says UNICEF in a report entitled prospects for children 2022 now is the time to begin incorporating cryptocurrency and digital currency child safeguards into online child protection initiatives said the organization unicef's report raises concerns over the mainstream adoption of cryptocurrencies it also argues that the promise of greater financial inclusion offers significant benefits to the livelihoods of families around the world as we wait they said to see what direction these trends take us in the implications for children hang in the balance 
And finally, I'm having a real hard time speaking today. I, I just want to let you guys know how many times I re-recorded all of these different articles today because I just couldn't speak properly. Every so often I get into this kind of like weird slump and my mouth just doesn't want to do what my brain wants it to do. <laughs> I guess everybody has their bad days in their job and this is what a bad day in the podcasting world looks like. Anyway, Coinbase announced on Monday that Toby Luca, who leads the e-commerce giant Spotify, will be joining his board of directors. In a blog post, Coinbase's CEO, Brian Armstrong, touted Luca's early support for cryptocurrency and suggested that the Ottawa-based Shopify could play a key strategic role in crypto's future. He said this, he wrote this, Shopify sits at the nexus of three important areas that crypto seeks to revolutionize, finance and payments, web applications, and the internet itself. That's a, that's a big statement, the internet itself. With his guidance, Armstrong continued to write, We hope to unlock crypto's potential and increase economic freedom in the same way that Shopify democratized online commerce. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer, and until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.